friends, welcome to the Stationery Cafe, your podcast for everything stationery, journaling, planning related, and fun things happening in the community. I'm April from Penguins Creative, and in today's episode, I'm thrilled to invite one of my dear stationery friend, Jasmine from Jasmine Marie Plans. I met Jasmine at PlannerCon back in 2018 in San Francisco, and we've been friends since and I love admiring her filled to the brim passion planners and her amazing collection of washi tapes and stickers. She's a teacher and a mother of two and still manages to organize her life colorfully with all things stationary. I can't wait to share with you her story. Hey Jasmine, welcome to the Stationery Cafe. Yay, after almost a year of doing this, wait, it's actually been a year. I finally have you on the podcast. Jasmine, can you introduce to the audience a little bit about yourself? Hi, um, I'm Jasmine Marie uh, on those socials. Um, I feel so honored to be here, little old me on this little podcast. Um, so excited to just chat with you. Thank you for having me. I know we met um, back in 2018. I think PlannerCon was really the, the first time we actually like talked in person. That was my first foray into the crafty planner world because we, we have techos. That's what Taiwanese people or Asian people talk about journals. We don't really call it a planner then. And then like coming to the US and I was like, oh, so here it's called the planning world, the planner world. And then so my first experience um, into this sort of like big, actually stationary field conference, PlannerCon, was very, very foreign to me. And then to have to be able to meet friends like you, where you guys immediately welcomed me. And then like, I was like, oh, I don't know anyone here. <laughs> but you were able to like really, we, we, we hung out with a lot of other people. And then it was just so much fun. I came it, back the year after and crashed it a little was, bit too. <laughs> it was so much fun. I feel like I have followed you on Instagram forever because your your username was so unique, like Penguins Creative. It was like, oh, Penguin and Creative. And I used to like save or screenshot your TNs. And then when you were coming to Planner and Con, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go to her, her workshop. I'm totally going to fangirl. I even took a picture with you. And then it was, I, I just think it's so interesting that like, like in life, like things like this will happen where you're like, oh my gosh, you're so like amazing. And then you come full circle and you're like, no, you're my friend. <laughs> no, I love that too, because I feel like for me, it's the other way around. Like, oh my God, I can't believe people actually follow me. And then like to have people say that they've been like, you know, looking at my Hobonichi or my Traverse Notebook on my Instagram. I just feel like I'm just a little old me from Taiwan. Like I, I have like so little recognition of anyone here, but then everyone knows me. That's so, that's such a cool feeling, but also like very, um, oh man, what's that word? Like very, I, damn it, English is escaping me today. Very humbling humbling very humbling exactly like i'm just like wow i'm here with so many people who likes the same thing as me and i can't believe people take it to this level just like i do so i feel very very happy about that and yeah jasmine you you are also in the journaling world i feel like for a long time even though i've only met you then but in one of your recent um creation which is the twitch stream you talked about how you were in the scrapbooking world when it was the trend then and then venture into the planner world and then really um coming out to meet all the fellow planners which i think was the trend 
back in 2017. Like before that, people kind of just do their own thing, right? Mm-hmm. But when when do you think it's like your official? Like when did you start journaling? How did you get into stationery? Tell us all about it from the very beginning. <laughs> so I feel like when I when I go back and think about like my my journey in terms of like creating and planning and all that I think for as long as I can remember I have always loved words or reading or writing and notebooks and some of my oldest memories are of like me before I learned cursive like pretending to write in cursive like my mom because I wanted to like you know write like her because she had like beautiful cursive I'm like, I want beautiful cursive even though I had no idea I remember just scribbling in books I feel like it started like way back as a kid I think my mom definitely was a big influence for me because she would you know even though we didn't grow up with like a ton of money I feel like we always I always got books and I was like, able to you know buy stickers and you know, I, I, I kind of blame her now for the stationary addiction because of Sanrio and, you know, she loved that stuff. So then after like every report card, like if we got a good report card, you know, I would get to go to the local <laughs> Sanrio store and I would get to choose something special. And I feel like, you know, nowadays I, that's what I do <laughs> is when I feel like I need a reward. I like buy stickers or I, you know, look for a cute new pen or, you know, but I, I think for me, I've, I've always kept notebooks. I, I distinctly remember like having just a cheap spiral, you know, notebook as a like maybe eight year old. And I would always write lists and I would always write like, this is my like life plan. <laughs> And it was like, I want to be like Miss USA or something. It was something really like, when I look back at it now, I'm like, why did I even want that? Like, that wasn't even cool. But um, like, I would, I would like write lists and I would doodle and I would, um, you know, stick things in it. And so I kind of feel like I've always had either a notebook, you know, I think I mentioned recently, like I found um, one of my, a sheet from one of my old diaries about how annoying my sister was, which I thought was hilarious. I have, I've had diaries in high school. I've had various planner kind of things. I kind of want to say I had like a, like a Filofax of sorts maybe, or Ooh. one of those like cheaper versions of a Filofax. Ring systems. Like <laughs> yes. And I thought that was so cool that like I could make I guess they're called like dashboards now, but like yes. I would put like little things in there. And in, in college, I I kind of deep dived into the scrapbooking world and I, you know, did Project Life. I So I feel like it's been like a lifelong obsession <laughs> from, you know, from like very simple days of just, you know, writing in notebooks to like now where it's like, I feel like I kind of do scrapbooking in a way in the traditional sense of like putting a lot of things on a piece of paper. But I think I've always been kind of a, a documenter, a historian, you know, of, of sorts, always wanting to write things down so I can remember them for some, you know, future event someday. <laughs> I love that. It's, it's amazing. And like, I think it's definitely that it's a special type of person who like wants to like slow down and 
make sure that memory is preserved in a special way that makes us a little bit different from other people. Like some people can, you know, grow from teenage years to like adulthood without feeling like they wanted to write down every little things about their life. And then it's very easy to feel like, oh, wow, it's been 10 years before us because we take that extra minute or so, I think, to, to document things in this way. I do like how the American market calls it like memory keeping. And it really is like keeping a, your memory somewhat like physical in a physical way. And, mm -hmm. you know, we just document and journal in different styles nowadays. And but they're all the same thing. It's all about like preserving the special little pieces along the way in your life. Right. Mm -hmm. I think for me, I think it's being being brave enough to feel like my story matters you know i think i i i when i when i spend some time thinking about like my planner history and all that <laughs> you know i i feel like the the common thread through it all has been that like i i've always wanted to write things down to remember them i think i've always you know my mom gave me a camera when i was 10 and so I've always been either taking pictures or writing things down or collecting random, you know, random things and um, documenting. But even if I feel like I'm like this small, like insignificant speck <laughs> in this world, like I, I think it's, it takes courage to, to think like, hey, my story matters and I need to write it down. And, you know, who knows if someone might read it someday. I, I was thinking of this the other day where, like Anne Frank's diary, right? We, yeah. We've had kids read it and, you know, and so many things. And, but I'm pretty sure like Anne Frank, like did not like write this diary thinking like one day millions of people are going to read my diary. You mm -hmm. know, I'm just a little girl who's writing things down. And, you know, I, I think it kind of sounds morbid, but I, I feel like that's kind of <laughs> what drives me is like, what if I'm gone? You know, like, what if I'm, I'm gone someday or when I'm gone someday, like I want my, my daughters to, you know, know about me or, you know, I want to leave something behind. I want to, I want people to know who I was. And <laughs> Your legacy, essentially the legacy, even if we don't do like the great things that other people think are great things to us mm -hmm. it's like little achievements that we think is worthwhile i i love that we take the time to document those so what's the like the catalyst of when you like really realize oh my goodness i'm in a planner community like i'm i am buying oh. like multiple happy planner <laughs> sticker books and i love that story about you you did some instagram stories where you went to joanne's or michael's and you help people clean up the discard pile like i think it's like one of your michael's had like this horrible display yeah. shelf and you, you and your daughter would stand there and like sort everything together because you're like, you can't stand seeing beautiful planners be treated this way. <laughs> I, yeah, one of my neurotic things is going to places. And I used to do it as a kid, actually, when I would wait for my mom to tidy the shelves. I don't know. My local Michaels, I felt like it was just, why is everything all piled up? So I... <laughs> felt the need to like let's you know at least line it up because every planner deserves to be seen and all the sticker books are so messy and um but to, to answer your question um I think I just kind of rode the wave into the it was kind of just this natural from the scrapbook world you know and then moving into for me project life is like you know documenting and like 
project 365 or you know something like that um but I feel like I've I've tried everything (laughs) (laughs) I'm willing to try a lot of things um for better or for worse but I think like over the years it's helped me to figure out like what works for me and what I actually like and what I can keep up with um being really true to like you know does do I really enjoy the system or do I just really like know how cute it is or do I you know what everybody else is doing mm-hmm. I think for me it's it's been kind of a, a journey of figuring out like okay even though there's like dozens and dozens of choices what do I really like and what do I actually you know want to do instead of like oh now I gotta do another week or you know, <laughs> stuff like that would that be the passion planner for you I feel like I from the time that I've known you the most consistent thing I've seen from you are those amazing passion planner (laughs) spreads and they actually were launched was it like 2016 like it's pretty new when Mm -hmm. when they had become this prominent in the stationary world so what is it about like this book that you felt like you were able to stick with it so for so long I think for me um well it helps that like so she's a local girl so she's from San Diego and um I kind of heard about her I think through someone at work and she either she was still in college or just coming out of college so she just it was like a kickstarter thing and I feel like it's just it's I love supporting um people like that like it makes me so happy to to be able to somehow help people who who have these dreams and 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 want to create things and especially in artistic and creative ways and uh, for her it was like well she's local and she's you know a a Filipina and 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 a young woman and a girl boss I totally want to support her and I think for for me what I I think when that part of it what I love is here, like, again, I love hearing people's stories, but then it makes me want to buy the product, mm-hmm. you know, it makes me want to not only buy the product, but I feel like, you know, eventually I become like an evangel, you know, I like evangelize about the product right. because I want yes. all my friends to do the same thing too. You for enabling. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I think for me, what I love about vertical planners is I think it's because as a teacher, you know, naturally we have to write lesson plans and I've had, you know, dozens of lesson plan books. And for me, I feel like my, the way I think of things is very like chronological and very like, like a to-do list from like Mm -hmm. vertical top to bottom. And I think that's why maybe whenever I have kind of chosen a system, whether it be the Hobonichi Cousin Weekly Pages, which I love, and I'm finally back in. I'm so happy because it's just perfect. Uh, or the passion planners, you know, like vertical layouts. I, it just speaks to me. <laughs> I feel like it fits the way I organize things in my brain, if that makes sense. <laughs> do you pre-plan or do you backfill those vertical dates? Because for me, my vertical spreads are always backfilled. Like I actually don't plan ahead. I like use it as a way to fill in oh from six to eight I did this and like from nine to eleven I watched this like how 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 do you approach that spread well I feel bad because I I don't really first of all use the passion planner the way I think it's meant to be used I I kind of use it more as a scrapbook I think I would, would would say but um for me I definitely use it as a 
as a memory keeper, as a, I go back and I write down what we did that day or what I did that day or what I felt and watched and ate. Um, I think I do my forward planning as a teacher, you know, like when I plan my lesson plans is definitely more like, okay, I map out the whole week. I use my Hobonichi weeks, I would say, to kind of do that same thing too, where I go forward and it's like, okay, this is what the week looks like, plugging all the things, what's my kids doing, you know, but, you know, for, for me, I feel like I, I find joy in being able to go back and kind of write it down. Cause it also kind of gives me an idea of like how much I need to write. This is a boring day. I don't really did. I know it didn't do much. So let's just cover it up with stickers or, you know, or we were really busy that day. So I can only put down like, you know, one sticker and then the rest needs to be words or. Yeah. I love it. That's, that's exactly how I use my cousin's weekly um, spreads now, which you have actually switched into, right? Like mm-hmm. the cousin, like I also use it as a reference and I love how, thin the vertical columns are that it, it's really low pressure to quickly jot down what happened mm-hmm. and like I, I use it as a playground because I feel like I tend to have a style when I journal on a daily basis with the one day one page mm-hmm. but here on the vertical uh, calendar vertical spread weekly spread I'm like liberated from that style and I could just like put on as many stickers, ephemeras, washi tape that I usually don't do. And sometimes they don't even like match the theme. I don't know if you're that way, but I don't match things to what I do. But some people mm-hmm. do like, if I have chicken nuggets, I need a chicken nugget sticker, right? <laughs> but, but I love that it actually gives me a lot of freedom to, to you know, play with stationery. <laughs> At least that spread gives me that freedom. Is that, is that the like same for, me, for you? Uh, for me, I think when I, whenever I'm making a, like a, a weekly spread, I think what drives me is, is I think I think in color. Mm-hmm. Like I really like when I'm one of those people that are probably very annoying and like go to the bookstore and say, you know, like I'm looking for this book and the cover is blue <laughs> <laughs> or, you know what I mean? I like, I feel like I could totally be one of those people because I think inevitably when people say, Hey, what's that book you, you know, what's that book that you recommend? And I'm like, well, it's got this like purple cover with this like green dress or whatever. And, and they're looking at you like, Huh? like oh yeah you mean this and like yeah oh yeah there's a title <laughs> but I, I think that's how I think because I, I I love organizing my life in color like by color like I, or I actually organize my books in rainbow order yes that story I, <laughs> oh my goodness it was I amazing things in my craft room by rainbow <laughs> order I think it's just kind of how I think so for me, whenever I'm making a spread, I think as long as I can figure out what the color palette is going to be, then I'm good. You know, then I can like, okay, I'm going to use this pen. I'm going to try to use this, you know, sticker. I'm going to use this washi. And I think as long as I can kind of figure out the color palette or maybe like the theme. Yeah, you I coordinate the, the trims, right, of the, the yeah. lines, the corners with the sticker kits that have like that's actually why sticker kits are so great because they kind of already coordinate some of them for you. And then you can just add more elements. And now as I browse through your Instagram feed on Jasmine Marie plants, it's like really, wow. Like I love how each two page spread gives you that cohesiveness and seemingly even tell a story. And maybe that's like what you want it to portray that week. And I, I love that 
sort of like organization, <laughs> organized Thank way you. of journaling. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. I said recently, like um, when people say, what's your style? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Question mark. Do I have one? <laughs> so thank you for saying that. Cause I, I feel like when, I think as a, cr- a person who likes to create things or, you know, I don't think we actively go into it. Like, okay, this is exactly what I'm going to do. It's more of just like, Oh, I, this is what I like doing and then it kind of comes out and you're like oh I really like it it, it turned out nice <laughs> I know and I love that yeah it's like you don't actively think of it as your style but trust me if you do it long enough people will see your style they will be able to tell you what your style is mm-hmm. so for the people who who kind of like hesitate to go in because they're afraid they don't have a style like I feel like just like Jasmine says she's like just just do it like long enough and then soon you'll 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 find that what you like or prefer to do on your pages is your style. <laughs> and that, that doesn't yeah, have to be a certain way. Like it doesn't have a definition. <laughs> and then I think when you start, when you stop rather, you know, maybe trying to make it look like a certain person that you maybe admire or inspires you, I think, because I feel like I've done that a lot too, where it's like, oh, I want, you know, I want my Hobonichi pages to look like April's, like, it's so this, and it's so that, and she's so good with her stickers, and her washi, and, you know, but I think it, it's, it's a matter of figuring out, like, okay, you can, like, emulate it, I don't think that's wrong, but mm-hmm. I think it's, as long as you figure out, like, oh, maybe I don't want to write that many words on a page, or maybe I do want to write even more words on a page, and that's what works for me, I think, what once once that part happens is is what makes it fun because then it's like okay this is really what I like it's not I'm doing this you know because I want to be like so and so or I want you know people on Instagram to like it or you know exactly exactly I I love that yeah we're doing it for the enjoyment of ourselves not not for the checklist this looks like this way you know that that Mm -hmm. sense of accomplishment that's not what we're going for and so you have this year, the Hobonichi Weeks, the Hobonichi Cousin, what other books do you have in your 2021 lineup? Um, Are you a multiple book girl? <laughs> I'm, not as, I'm not as many. I don't have as many as you. <laughs> Calling me out. Because <laughs> not, not all of us can work at the Penguin Speed like you. Um, I'm just teasing. But I, I feel like for me, my Hobonichi Weeks is my go-to. It's my everyday, you know, carry. I it's it's teeny tiny and it's small and it's very but I find it very not intimidating I think that's what I love about it 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 becomes mostly my it's my like to-do list it's my work planner it's I can like you know make you know a list of random things I might want to do someday you know future you know this stuff kind of like me at eight years old apparently but um, (laughs) I can do that and it's it's small and it's teeny and I, I don't feel a lot of pressure to like make it beautiful and perfect I think that's what I love about it I wish it was vertical (laughs) <laughs> it is it is horizontal and I, I'd still sometimes like have to grapple with it because I'm like it's like I said it's not really maybe the way that I I think through my days you know mm-hmm. so I've, I've had to adjust to that but um this I've had for four my Hobonichi weeks I've had for four years um I'm back in the Hobonichi cousin I think after spending time with you guys <laughs> I think I'm back on that that train but I I realized because I was doing something like not dated for a while that I kind of need the dates just a little bit 
Mm -hmm. to kind of push me because if it's not dated it's like oh well who cares I won't I won't do it whereas I feel like I've learned that if I have dates on it then it's like okay I will go I have to you know at least there's a little bit of nudging of like okay like you're almost filled in that whole month let's Mm -hmm. just fill up those last two days even if it's covered up in stickers that's it you know (laughs) it feels good um and then I I'm, I'm kind of been in and out of my passion planner because I feel like um, last year with everything that went on, like I, I didn't feel maybe the desire wasn't there to like make, you know, like a beautiful scrapbook of my, mm-hmm. you know, days. And, and you know, because my journal was, I would write down things of the news that happened or, oh. you know, how bad the COVID numbers were. <laughs> or, you know, like I, I would write that stuff in my... That template's a I great tracker, it. though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean that true, template though. does lend to some sort of documentation. But, yeah, too much of yeah. it could be very, like, dreary. <laughs> and you know, I think, you know, since I kind of treat this more like my passion planner more as like a memory-keeping scrapbook kind of thing, mm-hmm. it just... I feel like I'm, I've been struggling with it to kind of to feel kind of maybe the the motivation I would say to to make my memories look pretty on paper because mm-hmm. I feel like last year not a lot of things were pretty that's true so, I feel like but, last year a lot of people's systems have like kind of fell in and out like the usual planner you went with doesn't really work anymore and you try something mm-hmm. new like last year I had the take a note, I end up kind of like flailing off the take a note. And this year I didn't even get it. <laughs> so I, I feel the same way. I've been trying to figure out the cover you're using for your Hobonichi cousin. Though. Like it looks so pretty. And the <laughs> pocket is, is a little bit, is it? It's not a Hobonichi cover, right? <laughs> I, I have a Hobonichi cover, but since everything I own is pink, um, it's a cover that from I got from Jet Pens. It's from Marks, which I'm not super familiar with. Marks oh, brand. yes. It's another Japanese planner brand. And oh, it's from Marks. Yeah. No so, but everybody that has asked, I feel so bad because people ask me on Instagram often, like, where'd you get your cover? And I'm like, it was from Japan's, but it's been sold, sold out for <laughs> an out of stock for basically as long as since I bought it. But I do have a Hobonichi one, but yeah. I think it's just because it's pink. And it's a <laughs> zip, it it's a zip pouch. And then the inside has this kind of like suede pink texture. Mm-hmm. It looks so nice against <laughs> your, your layouts. And it, it like it doesn't have the pen loop, right? So it looks a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And <laughs> I it's, like it a yeah. lot. It's pinkalicious, so. <laughs> you definitely have a streak of pink in all, everything you do. <laughs> Especially your collection of weeks over the past four years have, thank goodness they keep like giving you pink options, right? I feel like maybe the Japanese audience also love pink. So that's one color. They're not willing to compromise from their basic <laughs> selection. <laughs> I, I think for me, like my my obsession with pink, maybe why I'm even more obsessed with it is I feel like I've always loved it. But then you know how you go through adolescence and you know you don't want to be, you know, pink isn't cool anymore. Or so I went through that whole phase. <laughs> so then I feel like I'm like kind of looped back around, and I'm like, you know what? I'm reclaiming pink because <laughs> it's it is my favorite color and. Who cares what people think? I mean, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly's that way. She used to also be like not into pink, but now she's like, I'm gonna um, rock pink. 
and not care about it. <laughs> that's that's amazing. And I'm like looking at all your organization, you know, the background <laughs> backdrop of your studio or your desk space. And I love, like you said, everything's in rainbow, everything's so organized. And that leads us into the next question where we delve into your washi tape collection and <laughs> how you may or may not have organized them in certain ways. <laughs> I, yeah, I, it's, it's kind of out of control. <laughs> um, I've always loved making rainbows, I think. I have this picture of me, I think, I think I was in first grade. And, um, like on behind me on like the wall is like the wall of art. It must've been some kind of open house at my school or something. And you can see which gumball machine was mine because everybody else colored their gumball machine red because, you know, most gumball machines are red, but you know, which one's mine because even then, like my gumball machine was rainbow <laughs> and rainbow. <laughs> so I kind of feel like I've always... I've always been inclined to the rainbow, but um, I don't know. Like I said, I think about, I think I think in color. I think that's why it's so aesthetically pleasing to me. And, um, but yes, I do have a pretty extensive uh, Simply Gilded Washi collection. <laughs> um, I'm afraid to count because it's already three drawers full or, or three, like three Michaels drawers. So technically, I guess nine drawers full and each of them um, holds like i i think i i think i have a rough <laughs> count i can offer i think each drawer holds about like 250 like or so, so. <laughs> <Washi tapes. laughs> all right stop doing math now <laughs> but i yeah. love it it's like your dedication to supporting her simply gilded and like collecting all the things and also i'm just like so amazed and how she can pump out so many designs like to to allow someone to accumulate this sizable like <laughs> collection but not, like not in that way because sometimes some people collect cars some people collect shoes we just collect these cute little washi tapes that is true and that's okay because they're that not is that true expensive. i think except for the one from go wild that sold for like 160 dollars <laughs> i i have never i jasmine marie have never like bought something like that though because <laughs> i cannot justify like i am a completionist and i love having i think the again the the bad side of like the rainbow obsession is I want all the colors, mm -hmm. you know, all, if I don't have a red, I need the right blue or, you know, whatever. So, but <laughs> I, I, yeah, I definitely did not go down that far because it was like, no, that, I don't, I couldn't justify for one roll of washi tape. No, not me. I know. It's, it's crazy <laughs> to think that even in the stationary world, there's hawkers and like the, the people who sculpts the limited edition ones from events and stuff, and then tries to resell mm -hmm. them. Like that blows my mind. Like I have people message me after PlannerCon <laughs> to the... ask me for my Simply Gilded Washi. Me, I was like me. Like I would. I'm what? And then it was like, but why? Why would you want my washi? Like I you thought it even was so know, weird. I don't even know where I put mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's somewhere. <laughs> it's definitely not here. <laughs> I love um, it though. How how do you like? So you store the Simply Gilded in the storage, um, the Michael's drawers, but how do you organize your other things? Like I bet you have a few other like stationary items, like 
do you have any like cool storage tips for us who are running out of space like I'm personally running out of space <laughs> I, I feel very lucky to be able to have my own space my own like room um I think especially for for working from home for this past year like it's become my not only you know usually it was like oh this is what I would do for fun on the weekends and but for it to really become where I would spend like 12 hours a day in, I think last summer, my husband, I, well, my husband, I can't, my husband moved out of his half of the room. Mm -hmm. So the back of my, the, the backside of my room, which you can see is used to be his workout area. And so I had only this side of the room, but I feel like what, what, it, what we did last summer was really try to help me create this space that made me happy. Mm -hmm. and want to be in, um, which I felt like made a lot of difference, especially for working from home, you know, to, to be in here, like, all the time, like, it, it's, I think some people might feel like it's kind of cluttered, I have a lot of stuff, but mm -hmm. like I said, I've been here since the scrapbooking world, so I'm sure <laughs> there's some things in here that are, like, older than my children, or, <laughs> I hope, you know, but they're, I, I, I feel like it makes me happy when I'm in here. And I think the little bits of rainbow and the art prints and the, the little tubs and the bins and the buckets and the, the boards, the one, the, what do you call those boards? The tool boards where you can like showcase stuff. Mm -hmm. You had the little cool clip thing that you can open your journal and like to a certain spread and just display it that way. That was the first time I saw anyone. You were like one of the first person I see display an open notebook that way on a pegboard. So that was already very inspiring. And I just want to say, I hope I could someday get to like where you are at now, because as you can see, the audience can't see, but behind me is Elliot's side of the room. And it's like, <laughs> Dota poster, huge gadgets of computer stuff. And then like he, he's already complaining that my stationery is slowly taking over <laughs> the half, my half of the room. Yeah, I, it was hard to share this room with my husband for a while. <laughs> so don't, don't feel bad because he would literally like, if I put something on that side, he would like move it over here because it was like not belonging over there or like hey your new package of washi tape needs to you know <laughs> uh, a lot of us can relate <laughs> yeah. but yeah I feel like my space makes me happy I think you know when I when I look around and I, I, I see the things that bring me joy and you know and it makes me want to create I think which is important right I think it, it makes me feel like oh okay I can't wait till you know I finish doing my work so that I can you know, I always, the words I use is play with my stickers, you know, yes. so I can go play and, you know, spend time with my washi tape and, you know, do things that make me happy. It's been a long journey because I went from having, you know, a corner of a, a dining table, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, to, to slowly kind of, you know, collecting things throughout the years. <laughs> You know, there's that Netflix show called The Home Edit where they have people come help organize this space and like, and usually they do it in rainbow. I feel like if there's a stationary episode, you could be on it because like, and you are doing the work because you've already done it that way because you actually offered us a lot of functional like organization tips. Like for example, your happy planner, the way you, you use like a ribbon to color coordinate 
them because you know how the happy planner sticker books they all look black from the top and when you like stack them together you can barely tell which one's which but you actually tie these colorful ribbons that matches the color of the book so you know yeah, what they are <laughs> it's it's so the, the show the home edit though <laughs> those are my people <laughs> i feel like watching that show like how she like obsessively puts things i'm like they get it it makes sense <laughs> but yeah like again it just i don't know well when you have as many happy planner books as i do i guess but i, I feel like it just like I said, I think in color. So mm -hmm. when I like see the pink ribbons, like, oh, I know it's going to give me, you know, the, that book or the blue one is the book one. And, you know, it's, it just, I don't know. It helps me to remember things and place things I think in, in my brain. <laughs> and the sticker flake storage idea. I think a lot of people took it and ran with it. Um, the one where you use those um, disbound planners organizers <laughs> that is also a michael's thing and then you had you use the removable sticker sheets and then use that to organize your stickers in colorful ways <laughs> yeah and i think i i like the end of 2019 i did like this sticker reorganization like i i did the konmari like i'm taking out all of the stuff and it was hard because it was like oh i do have stickers in here older than my children and like you know, this is all yellowed out now because I've kept it for too long. Oh, no. <laughs> um, but I, I, it took me a while, but I like kind of did like a, like, does this spark joy? Like, does, do I still want this? And, or have I even used this? I need to, you know, de-stash it. I think going to planner events and having those de-stash kind of tables that are often at a planner event was really helpful because it's like, oh, other people want my, you know, stuff or, you know, so I, I think for me, it helped to like really get a grip on, you know, what do I actually own and collect all my stickers together. And for, again, I think very thematically. So I, I feel like it made sense for me to like, okay, I'm going to put all my stickers that are Christmas in one pile, or I'm going to put all my stickers that are food related, which ended up being like apparently I love food stickers and it was like <laughs> tons of food because maybe I am like one of those people like you said that needs the chicken nugget sticker for the chicken nugget day <laughs> um and then I organizing it that way really really helped and then when I made my sticker book it was just kind of like a sampling of like my food stickers and you know a little sampling of my book stickers or my happy stickers or you know my you know, workout stickers or whatever. And I feel like that has really helped me this past year to use my stickers because I don't know about you, but I feel like I, I actually enjoy it, but I feel like I waste time going through my stuff, you know, or it's fun because it's like, Ooh, look at all my stickers. But it's like, then I spent all my time flipping through my stickers and then pick one sticker, you know, 15 minutes later, there goes one thing in my planner. <laughs> So, so what you did was a sampling, right? Like from each sticker sheet, you took like a few and then put that on the sticker release paper. And hey guys, B-Side Rarities just came out with a release paper, <laughs> Traveler's Notebook insert. So you can check that out. It's probably all sold out by now. But I thought that was a great idea because um, my Happy Daya collection had grew um, over the past two years. And there are those little tiny sticker sheets. And I used to just use one four by six photo album to kind of store each individual sheet. 
but unfortunately it had expanded to like three photo albums right now <laughs> and each time I'm looking for that sticker that says like I'm tired or like I'm I'm bathing and I have to like I can't remember which book they're in so I think I definitely want to spend like a good hour um, sometimes in the weekend and, and start to do that sampling of stickers like you had suggested and I think that's such a great suggestion for people who you know needed to be reminded of what stickers they own <laughs> once the collection grew to a certain quantity <laughs> and I, I think also you know like a lot of um shops will send you samplers or freebies and I, I always felt bad that I didn't use them because I would forget like, oh, there's a there was this coffee sticker on that sampler. And so I actually found it very therapeutic, you know, to actually like get all those stickers out and like I would watch TV and just file through and like, here's a coffee sticker, put it in the coffee section, you know, here's a computer sticker, put it with my other computer stickers, you know, it was, and then now it's like, it just makes me so happy knowing like, hey, I'm actually using it because it's you know otherwise it would just sit like probably in a pouch or probably in a bucket and then it would <laughs> never use <laughs> yes exactly i i love that idea and it's like the best part about stickers is peeling it right and then like sticking on something so you get that joy twice by <laughs> first putting in the sticker release paper insert and then second time when you actually use <laughs> that's kind of silly maybe a th maybe a third when you uh, reposition it <laughs> exactly <laughs> so now on like another note let's talk about you and your journaling practice um although we all work from home these days and it's it's kind of like funny to answer the question like how do you balance working and journaling because now some people actually sneakily journal while working especially if you're at home and behind a computer screen but you were you're a teacher and like you obviously have like a more of a routine schedule on like when you have to teach and like you have kids you have a family like how do you balance or choose to prioritize when to journal and or when to have fun journaling I was thinking about like my journaling habits and I was thinking like okay I think I'm gonna give you like a real answer <laughs> not that anything hasn't been real but I, I think I, I really struggle with this to be mm. honest I, I think as a teacher teachers are naturally workaholics and you know working from home this year has been so challenging in terms of having really established boundaries between mm. this is home and this is work and because it all, all was all the same I, I I feel like I speak for many teachers where who, who had to work from home where it's like there was no boundaries. It was like, I can work all day. Like I can, I, during the winter, I would watch the sun rise <laughs> from one side of my house and set. And I would still be like at my desk. And, you know, so I, I think to, to be very honest, I feel like I'm still learning. I think for me, it's easy to, to throw myself into work so much that things that make me happy, like journaling and crafting and planning and, and stuff um, have really they they take kind of a back seat to mm -hmm. to my life because it's you know it's like I don't have time to to do this and that's actually when I need it the most ironically <laughs> you know but um, I would say though um, the the good thing about it has been I 
all the with all the crazy things that has happened this past year i think it's it's pushed me even more to to wanting to at least carve out a little bit of time Mm -hmm. at the end of the day and just kind of write down like what we did because um and again this i I know this sounds morbid but it's like well like i think with our collective grief of this past year it's like well what if i don't make it and what Mm. if like something happens to me and then like no one's gonna know my story (laughs) or you know whatever and so i think that has really driven me to like get back into my planners and get make it a routine and I think for me I know that like if I don't write it down within like three or four days yes <laughs> like, it's not going to be there anymore or I'm going to totally forget and you know sometimes like I, I kind of relieve pressure of myself by like I'll like screenshot things on my phone or you know because then I'll know I'll like remember it later and so that's of, like, my trick too that's what <laughs> that's what I do all the time like I screenshot conversations I screenshot Instagram stories and I even screenshot like what I'm doing on the computer because I can't screenshot there and keep it on the phone because <laughs> like because I knew like today is kind of a busy day I won't be able to get to my Hobonichi but I know I will absolutely like forget what I ate yesterday so yeah and you build up my food take a photo of cookie like anything and, you know, I, I think we feel kind of crazy maybe or we like oh this is so crazy like I'm doing this but it's like I think it's okay because I think it's you know like I want to remember what you know the the puzzle that I made with my girls the other day or you know I want to remember that you know I I ate that for breakfast because it was good or (laughs) it's just what I wanted to remember. And I think we're so hard on ourselves with like, Oh, this is not important, but it's like, no, I, I, I sometimes don't remember what I wore the next day. It's like, you know, like, like, (laughs) especially now, like groundhog day over and over again. Like, what did I even wear? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I know I had, I had like mistaken certain, events because I was wearing the same clothes and when I was making my Travers notebook spreads I used the wrong photo because it was wearing it was the same outfit but it was actually on different days <laughs> yeah but I, like I said I for me I like I like to back plan so I think I try to push myself to like not go more than three days without touching my planner and it doesn't have to be you know like I feel like sometimes my hobo weeks is like what I would call my ugly planner I don't know some people have ugly planner where it's like I don't make it pretty I just write it down like I don't put a sticker even I just like brain dump it out and like okay then I'll remember and then I can go back and make it pretty you know in my you know hobonichi cousin or in the passion planner and the I don't know. My ugly planner, like small confession, is my my note, which is why I never show it on Instagram. And you know how people like aspire to color code when they want to future plan things like, okay, finance wise, this color, work wise, this color, like, you know, personal, personal things, this color. And I would do the thing where I would forget my color coding <laughs> the next week. And then I just end up using the wrong color. And then I'm like, whatever. And then the whole week is just scribble. And then on Sundays, when I wind down and watch you know, stationary streams or stationary videos, I'm like, okay, let's redeem this ugly planner this week by covering up all the white spaces with washi tape and stickers. And then I think it just, I don't know. I think it relieves the pressure of like making this, you know, journaling thing, 
that has to be pretty, you know, because I think it's such a thing, you know, it's so, it's so hard for me because I'm like, I, I actually have a journal that like, I purposely like tell myself like, no one's ever going to see this, you know, I'm never going to post about it. And I've been trying to do my morning pages in it recently, oh, you know, nice. and I, I found that it's so therapeutic to just know, like, no one's going to see it. I'm not going to show it off. It could be like chicken scratch, my crappy pens that I never use, you know, like it's just, yes. and it feels good. And then there's time and a place for the pretty, prettier things or the, the stuff that I do want to show other people. Yeah, that's, that's great. I love, I love that we all kind of have the public journal and the <laughs> for myself journal, not to say which one is more important or more valuable, but I feel like it's, it's just what we do. We have multiple planners and notebooks. <laughs> and thank goodness we have a community that, that shares the same sentiment. <laughs> I know. I, I feel like I tried to explain what an ugly planner was to someone who didn't get it. And they're just like, so you write it twice? And you're like, uh, maybe. <laughs> yes, in ballpoint. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not fountain pen. <laughs> exactly. Like, uh, yeah. So. Uh, the the back in the days when we can actually attend in person meetups stationary events, I want to kind of like go back to that you know the love for community in our stationary world and like being able to see each other and like say things like this because we all get each other. What was one of your favorite events um, that are stationary related in your area or the ones sound... you've been to? <laughs> A little rigged. <laughs> But I think one of my happiest planner moments was at PlannerCon, sitting with you <laughs> and Amy Tangerine. And I think what made it so much fun, I think Caitlin was there from Caitlin Loves Stationery and Tori from, um, she's in Japan now. Like, I feel like what made that that moment in time such such a golden moment to me was we were just people who happened to love the same things. And we, you know, in our eyes, I think we're so mean to ourselves. I don't know if it's like a, a woman thing or, you know what I mean? I think we're so cruel to ourselves sometimes where we're like, oh, my stuff isn't good enough. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not pretty enough to, it's not as good as, you know, insert the blank. But like that moment of just sitting there and, you know, watching, you know, Amy fangirl over your Hobonichi and you know us fangirling over her Hobonichi yes. and then she had such kind words I feel like for me and my passion planner and just you know and like Caitlin had an amazing washi collection and I feel like that moment to me has been kind of just frozen in time and as one of maybe my favorite moments maybe planner related ever is just because it was, it wasn't like planned out, like, mm -hmm. you know, like it was just kind of like, you know, you had talked to me and I, you know, and you had talked to Amy and we just kind of just showed up and we It was a very spontaneous and... meetup in a big, you know, convention meetup of yes. everything. But then we had our little world in the atrium. I know I, I love that experience too. That was 2019, right? And I think she, even Cheryl was there from Secret mm -hmm. Plans and she was sharing her Japan memories as we were talking about, you know, Japanese stationery and she, she used to live in Japan. And I think a lot of people came by and like leave. And so that table felt like an ongoing carousel 
of amazing people just stopping by to share their stuff and they moved on but even we're like we're like sitting there that whole time I think even Nicole from Plants That Blossom mm-hmm. came by and was looking yeah. at our stuff. And I didn't know she was like the Nicole that did the lettering. And it was I just know. So I was like, cool. I can't believe I'm touching her bullet journal. <laughs> like, I remembered like just feeling like, oh my gosh, my hands are clean, I swear. Like, thank you for letting me touch your, touch your journal. But I, I think it's moments like that that make me realize like, you know, we we're all we all love very similar things we all we all just want to you know put things to paper write it down document whatever but we it's so much fun to be around people who get that and mm-hmm. love it too and I think I feel like our community is just so kind and so supportive and you know I I sometimes feel like oh I'm not gonna take a picture of this because it's not in my eyes as perfect as you know whatever but people always have such nice things to say and <laughs> it just reminded me of of what I love about this community I think just you know and it, like I said it was just kind of in some ways spontaneous and mm-hmm. you know the fact that it happened in such a big convention <laughs> like <laughs> that to feel connected to people in that way I, I miss that I think that's what kind of breaks my heart a little is like, I can't wait to, to do that again. You know, I can't wait to just be around people again, <laughs> but like, you know, or just like, can we go hang out? Can we go take over the Starbucks together? And, you know, I'll bring my washi and, you know, you'll bring your, your fountain pen so I can learn from you. And cause it's all about I think making those connections. It's are you are you stepping? Are you slyly suggesting you're stepping into this the fountain pen rabbit hole? <laughs> um, I blame. I officially, for the record, blame the Bay Area planners group. Speaking of meeting people, that <laughs> um, it was their virtual meetup, um, and people you. I think you were there, and Joy and Havoc mm-hmm. Rose, and we were talking about fountain pens. And for the longest time, I'm like, no. <laughs> I, I I can see from afar that it, it is a very big rabbit hole, an expensive one. And... A beautiful place, but I'm afraid to enter. <laughs> yes. But then I did, and then I bought the um, Twisby Smoke Gold, um, oh, Smoke Rolls Gold. Um, and it's, I, I get it now. <laughs> I get it now, but you'd be so proud of me. I actually just used up. I filled up my um, Twisby with maybe about halfway mm-hmm. um, with some uh, di- diamine, diamine mm-hmm. ink. Um, and I used it up. I, it took me about two months, but I used it. I'm so proud of myself because I feel like I wanted to write with it. You know, it was like, mm-hmm. I've been using it as my kind of my journal, my morning pages one. And it's like, wow, I've had a lot to say. And I've, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so proud of myself, but yes, I dabble. I'm I'm trying to refrain from yeah. Start start with ink. just the ink samples because this way you can try out all the pink inks in the world before you decide to like settle on a few bottles. Don't be I like know. me. <laughs> I currently, don't have a bottle yet. That's so awesome. I, I I've only bought those little, but now I want your like ink sample holder because the vial holder isn't that cute and you can like decorate the top with like your I saw what you did (laughs) and look she put it kind of like in rainbow like (laughs) I was thinking oh I feel like Jasmine right now (laughs) as I I do that (laughs) seriously (laughs) 
<laughs> I was using Courtney's、uh, collage sheets because she printed out all these like little emotions in various different colors, and I was like, "Wow, this is actually the perfect label to help me categorize my ink colors, and I can see at a glance which color I have the most." <laughs> It's green. I, I really, I, I figured it was green, <laughs> but I really like what you did with it. It was very, I don't know, it. Again, it was like it. It stroked my like oh my rainbow aesthetic. <laughs> okay, and th- this next question: Do you share your stationery hobby with your kids? Are they allowed to touch your sticker sheets? <laughs> I, much to maybe the chagrin of my husband, I feel like I've I've definitely passed it on. But see, like my mom kind of like passed it on to me. That's true.、So、it's like you know generational now. Only right, <laughs> you gave it to someone else. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I have two little girls,、um, and they they are like little planner addicts in the making. It's it's so much fun to share it with them because I I don't know. It's just you, I, I feel like I try not to be like oh you only you know you can only like the same things I like. But they they have their own little planners. What is their twenty twenty one lineup? <laughs> they. they <laughs> They both have a happy planner,、um, and they both have their own sticker books. Some of the they have, yeah, they've shared some, but they have their own sticker books.、Um, I I try to be really good about sharing my stuff. Most of the time, it's kind of like, hey, you come in, use what you want to use, and I do have to say it's hard sometimes because, especially when they were younger, maybe not so much now, but like. You know, like my youngest would take like my Tombow like dual brush pens.、Mm-hmm. It's like, can I use this? And you're like, yes. <laughs> and then they like, you know, like smash it against the page as they like, you know, color down the page this whole snap, like whole section of this marker. And I'm like, I'm trying to be okay with this. I'm trying to be.、Okay. <laughs> I'm trying not to be upset because she wants to be creative, but you're smushing my pen. <laughs>、um, But yeah, I try. I try to like share it with them. I think、um, they they know to like save certain things for me. Like when we go out, they're like, "Oh, mommy, do you want this business card?" I'm like, "Oh, oh that's so、I'm、lovely!" Like, Helpers like, for your、oh, no. collaging <laughs> needs. <laughs>、um, they love going to Daiso. Like that's you know, whenever we kind of get a, you know an itch to go get some stationery for cheap. You know, not too expensive. It, yeah, we usually make a trip out there, and so for me, I would say I passed on the love of of reading to my kids and and arts and crafts with them. You know, I haven't really taught them how to like you know go hiking outside. You know, so that's not my expertise. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Some people take their kids camping, and we're like, let's let's hang out at a cafe and order drinks and journal together. <laughs> I, they're my favorite coffee shop dates. They really are. They they're really good at like we go and like they have to read for a certain amount of time and then they can play on their iPad the rest of the time and they know to like okay like we you know like my youngest sometimes will go and like sprawl out on the couch and it's like this is not home like <laughs> this is a coffee shop.、Um, but they they've been my coffee shop dates since they were even little little so. I hope when they grow up one day they'll be like, "Mom, you want to go? You want to go to the coffee shop together to play with our stickers, like cafe、oh, journaling together, like a dream, like a weekend thing." <laughs> I know, Mom, come hang out with me. Okay. 
I came to influence my mom um, when I was like at age 25, 26 to have her come out with me on cafe journaling dates, even though she doesn't, she doesn't cafe journal, like she doesn't journal with, with anything, but she brings a book and she reads and I will journal in my Traverse notebook or hope wouldn't she? And you, you're going to have so much fun when they grow up and they do that with you because then you'll be the one putting stickers and they'll be the one drawing on their iPad or something, you know, doing something amazing. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> I, I can't wait for um, you to be able to do that again soon once, you know, it's safe to do so. But that's, Me too. Amazing. It's going to be so sweet. I think and, I'll appreciate it even more. And I want to like be able to like visit you guys down in LA or San Francisco. No, you're kind of souther. <laughs> you're more yeah. south than that. San Diego. But, San Diego. Yeah. But I really wanted to to be able to visit and hang out at a cafe together. And we have so much fun these days on the internet, like on Twitch streams, hanging out together in the chat section. And it felt like we're constantly hanging out but then I know physically doing it together is going to be much better <laughs> I agree I agree so finally to round out this episode Jasmine you shared so many words of wisdom today I would love to ask you um, about any cool artists or creators that you specifically like to share with our audience and um as a parting question, what are some exciting things you're looking for for the rest of 2021? Um, I, <laughs> I love them all. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just list 10? <laughs> I know. I feel like I, I am, it's hard to like narrow down. I think um, like, cause I feel like I am a patron of several people like Rainbowholic and you know, CC's Art Cafe, because of you, actually, those, those two kind of was like, what? There's a Patreon? I want to do that, too. And, um, and like, Momo Loves Paper, I've been a patron of for a while. Um, but some new-to-me ones that I'm, I've been checking out is, um, there's some creators who kind of put together, like, um, kind of, like, snail mail, like, happy mail-looking vintage letter-like things. So, um, like hippie post and postal love. I think Pis Pisco letters is another person I've followed for many, many years, but, um, but I keep, I feel like this community, I keep learning about new artists, like on Instagram this week, just the, the creative expo in Taiwan that's going on. I'm so jealous, number one, <laughs> that they're able to even have a gathering of that kind of sort, but I feel like I, I'm constantly finding new people who it's like, wow, their artwork's so amazing too. And these PET tapes, I want more. And <laughs> meatball washi, I didn't know if that was a thing. And <laughs> the London gifties, what are those? And so I, it brings me a lot of joy to know. I know like, you know, maybe some people be like, oh my gosh, you know, you buy so many stickers. But it's like, I feel like in a way, yes, but I'm also supporting people's dreams, you know, I, I'm yeah. also, you know, the fact that they can, you know, turn this into a business is amazing. Of course, I want to support them. So I love learning about them, even though it's dangerous for my wallet, but I still like <laughs> give them to me. Tell me, tell me their names. Like, yeah, I exactly. want to know. <laughs> it's so. just supporting other people. You can't, you can't feel bad about that. But yes, definitely narrowing down is hard. <laughs> <laughs> Um, in terms of your other question, I, I think, you know, 
I, I have you to thank for, for bringing me into this Twitch world. I feel like I've, I've been on Twitch, like ever since the pandemic started, um, with I just had all this extra free time you know first of all and it was like oh people stream games and you know it was it's been fun to kind of just you know have maybe another space to do that but um ever since watching your streams and you know kind of jumping into the community in that way has been such a I, I I know I wax poetic about it a lot but I feel like it's been such a refreshing you know, space to be able to connect with people in very easy ways. You know, I think being able to just like turn it on and know that like, I'm going to find people in chat to like talk to, or, Mm -hmm. you know, know that, you know, on, you know, certain times, like, oh, I know I can, you know, hang out with April and her happy mail and, you know, Miranda and she got a new fountain pen or, (laughs) you know, Caitlin's going to, you know, catch up in her Hobonichi. And it's just, it's been, it's brought so much joy, I think, to, to my life, because I think it's been a very lonely year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been an extremely lonely year. And being able to, to find connection to people again has been, I'm not going to cry. It's been, <laughs> it's been so, so, so much fun, I think. I, I'm, I feel so honored to be just a part of it, to be honest, because I, you know, if you had told me, like, five months ago like hey Jasmine you're gonna you know live stream on Twitch I'd be like huh no because <laughs> I'm an introvert and I am I think I'm pretty quiet in general but you get me talking about stationary and it's like all of a sudden it's like you know like and personality tests and 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 I'm a, I'm a psych, yeah I'm a psychology junkie <laughs> um, so it's it's been a fun project I think it's it's been fun to to learn because I feel like I I'm learning more about audio than I've ever thought. I'm still mm-hmm. learning how to get my <laughs> mic to, you know, talk to the computer to the music to the, um, but more than any of that, I think just just being able to spend time with with you guys has been has been fun. So I I feel very very blessed to be a part of this community because if I like I said five months ago I'd be like what mm-hmm. I'd be like putting myself out there in the world like with my camera on <laughs> yes yeah that's the most intimidating part because in YouTube videos we can always hide behind the top-down screen you know mm-hmm. we we only big YouTubers show their face right or people mm-hmm. who have done this for a long time for the Twitch live streaming definitely kind of Relief elevates that pressure or that image that you have of yourself like oh my god I need to be perfect it's kind of like flawlessly me here go hang out and chat like you know press like stop and re you know re-record this or yeah um, I'm not like hiding behind my phone on an Instagram story or you know so I I, I'm I'm excited to see um, our community grow I think it's really exciting to, to kind of, like you said, be maybe on this like front wave of like people who, you know, like most of us, I feel like don't really didn't come into this to stream a video game, you know, (laughs) (laughs) and there's actually people that want to watch. And I always feel so honored that like people want to watch me do this. This is so crazy. (laughs) 
we have a TV guide where we show people like no, we show time blocks of when people are streaming. And I, the first thing I do every day is to turn on Google Calendar and see, yep. okay, what what time should I tune into? Which channel? It's like old school TV all over again. Exactly. But like, it's so fun, and I I'm so glad you're doing it. I I'm looking forward to you streaming. In the future even like not more but like just you know consistently and knowing that i could hang out with jasmine at certain times then it's gonna be really fun <laughs> yeah i yeah i feel like literally you could probably turn on twitch and like find someone that's streaming stationary almost <laughs> like from the moment we open our eyes to it feels like some days i'm like okay i started the day with so and so and now i'm ending the night with you know, this person. I've been on Twitch the whole day. <laughs> no, especially the late night ones. Those are the best. Like everyone's struggling to stay awake because it's like past their bedtime, especially people on the East Coast or in different countries. But we're like, we need to catch the last inside joke in chat <laughs> or we need to, you know, see the Easter egg that the streamer is giving us because if we miss out, we're going to be so lost. In the I'm going to have FOMO if I miss out. <laughs> it's really the best. Yeah. Anyway, thank you, Jasmine, for coming on to this episode of the Stationery Cafe. For those who are interested in following Jasmine's um, analog journey, planner stories, you can go on Instagram for Jasmine Marie Plans. And I think that's also your handle on Twitch, right? Twitch.tv slash Jasmine Marie Plans. And we look forward, as always, to bring you fun conversations with special guests on the Stage Cafe podcast. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye, Jasmine. Thank you. Bye.